We are fellow intergalactic travelers. We are primal sound field pillars, liquid light bearers. We are quantum spinners, timeline hoppers. We are emanators of primordial sound. We are field harmonizers and energy generators. We are neutralizers and trailblazers. We are the keepers of the eternal flames. We are formless, harmonic, dissonant, composed, a song, divine. We are here to raise awareness and share our consciousness expansion experiences and spark other stellar travelers on their journey of embodying their organic blueprint. Thank you for joining us for today's Cup of Consciousness. For in anything I do lately. If I feel like it's helping me move forward, then I welcome it. If I feel like it's just stagnating me or confusing me, then I'm like, uh, I guess the right word would be it's invasive, you know? So yeah. yeah. So there, I'd say there's a differentiation. Um, and we, we posted this in our our story, something that I brought through years ago from seeing from KS, but refining it in my own way of how I'll, I'll bring this into like relation and like people that we feel like, oh, should, is this a life partner or not? Um, so like our Rishi level, the, these are avatars coming from internal and median realms into external as a pair there will be two avatars. It's the four faces of man. And, and I say of man, um, and maybe from a different lineage, but I resonate with humanity as uh, even higher than, well, obviously in freedom teachings, it's taught this, but it gets into animal founder races, but humanity is a founder race as well from internal creation. Anyways, the two avatar pairs, they'll cluster with, um, and it could be more or, or less, uh, I think it's malleable, but in the sense of a 12 base stepping down, um, they'll cluster with 12 other pairs. So this is 24 avatars in a reshaic cloister. And it, it's, it's not like contracting, this is, it, it's deeper than that. I don't like to use the word contract, but this is like um, a family that is formed from the primal levels. So imagine stepping down into this time cycle to co-create with this family. This gets into shield dynamics also. So we have these family shields, these cloisters that then step down. Um, and so you, you go into 
harmonic density for, and there's like the oversoul and then into the levels of the soul as the primary vehicle of the spirit density too, and then down into 3D incarnation rounds. This cloister stepping down and all those many incarnations that they have, and most of the time, be if there weren't all these distortions and incarnations thrown around and coming back in or even getting recycled at this level, you can see how complex it could get in inorganic overlays of our, our time cycle incarnations. But that would be our, our true soul family. And within that, so let's say like, you don't incarnate with your twin pair as as that incarnation. Like, for example, in this life, let's say your pair from that higher level all the way down isn't incarnated with you. Let's say uh, one of the pairs from your Rishi family um, is. That could be what you could consider like soul family and like soulmate even. And it, it, it's family, but it, it's like... Uh, not weird in the sense of how we see family here. I'm not saying like incest or anything like that, it, it, but it, it's it's like different getting into incarnation like that and how beings connect. But the the idea of like soulmate, life made, I, I think it's taken out of context from how it actually is. But within that, what I was going to say is that that's how it could happen. I could see it happening like organically, but I think the point of and and we can never know for sure down here. Like, is my, and not new age at all in the sense of saying twin flame. And it's not even called that. I don't know what the words really call I think them. they call them gender twins in KS, right? Well, I think she uses the word twin flame. Oh, like, really? Because I heard gender twins from from, from the KS material. Well, in, in okay. KS, gender, gender pair. Oh, okay. Gender pair. Okay. Yeah. But, but yeah, so... But in these time cycles now and all the distortions and infiltration and we could have connections with somebody in a past life that um, might have been intimate, but isn't necessarily a part of our cloister. So there's some type of like, uh, and I'm not saying you can't like, like be intimate with somebody that's not like part of your cloister, but if there's some type of like, there's something to learn from it is what I'm saying, but it's not like a true life. It could be if you choose that, but it, it's not like in that, and it's nothing about control or contract or anything, but it's not in that like stream of like, what would be the highest life, quote unquote, life partners, my, my twin flame thing, something like that. The, it, it would be like, an agreement at this level to learn something between each other or it's something like I was saying in a past life and there's actually a trauma attached to it and it manifests again in this time cycle so there could be past life trauma coming through and and this would be like a blood code level type of relation so the, that that's in that level of initiating and clearing it's not ancestral per se but it could be connected through the same type of carrying forward in a, a linear like time stream you could say you see where i'm going with this so th that's what i was saying like the blood codes are so in depth and the healing that needs to occur it's not just ancestral alone it could be anybody that we've become connected to entangled or anything that we need to and it's going to manifest again that's how it happens lifetime to lifetime these people are not here for just randomly there's there's some type of connection that has occurred at some point in the time cycle and 
it's it's navigating it's it's trying to discern it and see what level but that that's where knowledge can be powerful like for example like things that i just shared whether you resonate with it but um it it can become powerful in the sense of then applying that knowledge and trying to discern things and that becomes the wisdom so knowledge that's why i say knowledge is only powerful when properly applied knowledge alone with power isn't wisdom so what i'm saying is taking things that we can learn and 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 levels of mechanics and how uh, things interact and, and discerning and trying to figure it out. But that's what I was saying. Like we can never know for sure at this level unless we really get into our initiation and spark that cognition. And and that's where it gets difficult. I don't want to like seem like I'm like pushing something like because it's so malleable and and I don't know anybody else's experience. Because I'm not saying like you can't come into a relation with somebody truly a part of your cloister family, soul family, or your twin and not have like conflicts and things that you need to shadow work. But a lot of the people in our lives, especially in relations down here, that that's what we deal with first before you even come to the level of truly coming together with like a, a divine pairing, you could say. And, and just imagine that in the new age, like people not even really getting into, they're just on the surface level of superficial spirituality and the new age, which has been completely groomed. And like the first person they feel a connection with after having the spiritual information, they're like, that's my twin. Like, I feel it. And if you've heard of like Eve Lorgan's work and she calls it alien love bites, or you could call it implantations, or even literal physical parasites uh, that are attracted to each other that are in both people. Um, there's all so types of weird shit that can happen. Um, <laughs> well, I just thinking like, just real quick, I wanted to share this because um, just when I was getting into the new age stuff a few years ago, literally this happened like, somebody came into my life and it felt like that like quote-unquote twin flame connection thing and uh <laughs> I remember this girl telling me oh let me ask to see if this is your real twin flame or not and she she came back to me saying um actually it seems like it's your near twin flame like you came here in a cluster of four and um this guy is here like and and she said all these things that seemed like she was really sure of herself and and then later on, once I like got over that, it's like I jumped to the to the another level, let's put it that way. I completely stopped thinking about this person. And now I see it and I'm like, what was I even thinking? Like this person, I am not even remotely interested in them right now, not even as friends. And so it is literally a huge new age program for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's nothing new age alone. It's been going on. <laughs> and I do resonate with like the information in KS that talks about like the false monadic twin type thing. Um, yeah. But I don't resonate with all the fear around it and how like phase locked she makes it. Like you're fucked if like this happens or this happens. Um, but I've experienced what you could call on the surface level love bites in spiritual groups. Um, 
before I started discerning way more and learning how to shield myself and deflect it and understanding this and probably many others have had these experiences and many are, for example, Eve Lorgan's work is pretty extensive. If you're in a point in your path where you haven't fully realized that the actual twin pairing is within yourself of the masculine and feminine polarities and you're you're seeking that externally, it it's it's basically like a a little beacon to get implanted and and fucked with um because it, it's like an opening um and i've had experiences like for example i used to have an instagram page that was way bigger uh, way more followers and all types of people messaging me and like talking to people more and not realizing like certain weird chords and then like having all these thoughts like oh is she my twin and like all these weird heart like activations and then ultimately realizing no it's definitely not but yeah and and then on the other end of that not getting implanted being aligned and having somebody else implanted and thinking that I'm their twin and to the degree of that it this is what I was saying like um i talked about before being targeted uh way more than others um for example this individual even in our names it could line up in some way and the difference in like uh, the connection in our like my name and then our instagram pages were the same name uh, it was really weird and at the same time i was getting all of this interference from some network calling themselves the council of 12 but it kept coming the interference kept coming in through different people and i got out of new age shit and at this point i was already doing shielding and all that and this individual was very fast and like i know you're my twin like let's do a video call and i did a few video calls and it just felt really off and like seductive but i was i wasn't like pulled into it i was like seeing it I'm just like what the fuck I had talked to her about interference that I was having and she's like, oh, well, that's fine. Like I uh, actually talking like to the council of 12 and Archangel Michael, we just need to bring you through this initiation and you need to collude with me to Bali and we need to start our pathwork. I was like, what? Uh, and, like ultimately I was like, no. And I just stopped responding, but it was like, so if they see a highly coded being, it could happen where a, an aspect of the targeting on you could be to try and ensnare you in things, if you see what I'm saying, um, to try and like divert you from your path. There's all types of targeting going on. And they use relations like that against us often because that's a part of our nature is having intimate relations with others. And so it's it's a highly targeted realm relations. and. This whole phenomena of twins or even just soulmate or even if it's not even at that level and if you see where i'm going it's oh yeah 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 for sure i think a lot of us have been through that i Mm -hmm. I don't want to cast anything on like like to to be overly discerning or like schizophrenic on it i'm not saying that like and things can manifest like truly but um, it, it does need discernment. And if things feel like off or there's some type of like trauma feeling or um, interference, it, it definitely like step back and try and work through it and, and see what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. 
How about Elson and Shiraz? You guys are very quiet. Do you want to? Do you, have you guys had any of these experiences uh, with um, the whole twin flame thing? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like the this whole topic with the twin flame is kind of tricky because it's like when it's all nice, it's like we we, we would like to acknowledge it as a twin flame or a genetic equal or you know whatever or the fancy term that feels good and appropriate for that. But when it starts to get all icky and you know, <laughs> so it's like oh no, yeah, that was a false bit. Oh no, yeah, that was a false bit. Like it's like I'm just still kind of processing how to put it in the correct light, where I'm not really like just putting someone down, but also like being discerning with what was actually there, and just seeing like okay, how that was a lesson and nothing more than that. Because <laughs> yeah, um. I can very in in some ways I can relate to what Starfire shared with his adoption and stuff like that because I've had a few experiences where I thought like you know this was just a way of me being initiated into my masculine oh yeah it's just you know the feminine initiating me through the flames of her whatever but actually it was just pure narcissism like yeah just poking me in my butt <laughs> so but yeah you know loren cren just you just got to put a loren cren quote in there and then it's like yeah all good so i was just kind of gaslighting myself throughout the process like oh no it's just you know i just got to learn how to be a better masculine i just got to learn how to sew and then i realized like oh actually i know how to sew the problem is in You know, yeah, just not how to what and, to learn how to what to sew to like sew basically because oh, so, you know sorry. how sorry. you know <laughs> it's like there's this whole polarity thingy and yeah it just makes it all really weird you know you you have you have like um, a very uh, Indian accent I love the accent by the way I I used to <laughs> I have a friend who's from <laughs> India and sometimes I say I would be like what did you just say <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so you were saying to solve an issue, right, or something like that? Um, uh, not oh. really. Oh. <laughs> I was talking about this whole perspective with the masculine serving the feminine and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like we focus on the the masculine in the other person or the feminine in the other person instead of healing that within ourselves exactly. uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like as long as there is that i mean there is a healthy amount of that outward projection of that but it always has to be first insourced within ourselves and unless that is the space that we are choosing to show up in a union from like to first have that inner safety to first have that inner sense of you know belonging or self worth or whatever you want to call it just these different qualities it's like we can try like the other person could give all of that to us but we still would not really be able to acknowledge or receive that because there is no internal foundation for that to have any resonance right it's like it's all of us but it's like you I've got like a whole pot of gold in front of me, but I'm just like, nah. I just don't feel like it. You know, I'm just gonna <laughs> kick it to the curb and just, yeah. <laughs> exactly. What really, yeah, yeah. You said about foundation. I think that's a key word right there. Foundation. Yeah.
and it's always internally so like it, it always begins from the and then that can ripple out in all sorts of beautiful eternal ways beautiful what and then that can just ripple out in all sorts of beautiful eternal expression yeah eternal expression okay <laughs> yeah 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 my experience fortunately uh i haven't had any people you know come into my life trying to you know i don't know bond with me like on a spiritual level the double edged sword that is my bisexuality i think that it's served me pretty well in the matrix because it doesn't know what to send me to fuck with me like do we send them a, a girl do we send them a guy what what's like how how are we going to you know get to his codes or something like that so um that's that's kind of served me served me pretty well um so i uh i did in my last like serious relationship was like right out of college um and i was kind of like a whipped like by her and um that that taught me like i really needed to balance my masculine energy so kind of the whole my whole journey since then was that like i never want to a woman to make me feel like that so um i wanted to be grounded in my masculinity um and then yeah so it's just been kind of a uh, kind of surface level interactions for me uh, after that like i don't want to get into anything deep um oh. <laughs> get into anything deep without you know clearing my work because like if it if if i do end up falling for somebody or if somebody falls for me like inevitably we're probably going to have children and um like i don't want like all the bs that that is in my family bloodline and ancestral dna like uh psychotic shit to like pass to my kids i want i want my kid to have as little work as possible so um yeah so i'm just 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 waiting um uh, but yeah so like i think on both ends like uh organic creation like i've set the intention to not, not be you know paired until you know i do my my deepest work and then uh the matrix also is just having a very hard time fucking with me i think in that sense because my energy is like i've split my energy and it's like it doesn't it doesn't know how to <laughs> how to pin me down uh um, interesting yeah um, so so that's i think that's a little bit of internal creation like on on my end once i figured out how to um you know how to manage my energy how what, what like the, you know the kathara the kathara uh, teachings and stuff uh, mm -hmm. i was a, i was able to turn something that was maybe a confusion and uh something you know bad or uh, perceived as like you know not great into like one of my greatest you know like tools to um you know uh protect myself okay so, that's an interesting perspective you know i i would, i guess for me i kind of felt like i at some point said oh i'm bisexual i literally like said that to myself and and then and i wanted to have like a like more experiences like you know with women and stuff but then i don't know it's something 
switched just like recently, I guess, or maybe like a year or two ago, where I'm like, no, that's actually not really me. And I think it was just because for me, it was more like that's not really part of my identity. But um, but yeah, I think that was just kind of for me, it was more like a confusion kind of thing, perhaps. But I've still been wondering about that. It's very interesting because I, I have had, you know, I've had, I definitely had dreams where I'm with a woman, for example, and, uh, and it's like maybe this parallel reality where I am uh, gay or bisexual or whatnot, and it keeps kind of bleeding in, perhaps. So it's very interesting. I, I do feel like that's definitely a possibility. Like, I'm not like... Um, Let's say when I go out in the street and I see women, I'm not like thinking, oh, she's hot. She's a... No. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Um... <laughs> that's <laughs> like, the thing. That's that the thing. You got to. Hmm? That's the thing. You got to. Um, you got to kind of master master the energy or like, I don't I don't know how you'd be able to master it without like, you know, throwing yourself in there. But uh, it's it's one of those things I was able to, I think, reverse engineer, like whatever, you know, the confusion was there. I was able to, you know, uh, utilize it in a in a way that served uh, served me and like, you know, uh, served the universe, you know, in yeah. a sense, because I'm not like. Uh, you know, I'm not lost in, you know, like, like sexual depravity or something. I'm not like going to orgies all the time. Like I'm just but like, that's what I think, uh, ultimately, what the gender confusion and like the sexual distortions and stuff, what they were supposed to do is, uh, uh, you know, keep people distracted and uh always utilizing that energy unconsciously and uh just like minimizing it and it's like oh it's just sex oh it's just this oh it's just that and like no one really you know dove deep into it and like it's literally the power of creation like you uh you bring a uh you can freaking bring a person into the world with this so of course it's gonna have all this bs surrounding it all these like little um you know whatever implants and i don't know what, what whatever it is but uh my personal experience with it is like i got myself to a point where i was able to you know uh detach and observe my experience in it and um i'm now I'm now able to kind of utilize like, you know, the energies in, um, you know, in my grid work and my personal shadow work. Uh, and it's just, I think that's the, the main thing that, you know, I want to, uh, the point I want to get across is like all this stuff is here because, um, you know, the architecture doesn't want you figuring out how to um, unionize your own inner masculine and feminine energies like because that's how you know you open the doors to like you know creation and like how you do your magic and all this bullshit like it's in the 3d realm it's been physicalized and romanticized and made to be like you know like something corporeal and like sexy and like uh shameful and like all this stuff but at the at the base of it like your higher dimensional selves like it doesn't care if it's a man or a woman or whatever when we're up like you know in in the higher frequency bands having sex it's literally just fucking 
uh, liquid light, like we're dancing with liquid light. Like that's that's but what's that happening. Even, is that even considered sex? I don't think so. It's right? not. It's see, just yeah, exactly. Of, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what I mean. In three D, it's, it's yeah. It's in three D. It's t- been turned into, it's been turned into like this this thing we're supposed to you know be ashamed of. Like it causes all these like you know DNA distortions and stuff. But yeah, at the at the very core, this thing, this interaction with like we're having with two meat suits is like is actually like very um, multidimensional and crazy and. Um, and cool so i don't know well yeah but then there are also like there are different consequences to what happens when you do something here versus when something happens at the other dimensional frequencies no yeah of course but like the the, that's the thing like um you gotta be able to you know shield properly um and like I trust that whatever I'm doing in 3D, like if I'm not, you know, I'm not literally doing it from a place of I want to destroy myself or anything like that. So I trust like, you know, my my higher selves and like the, you know, the original intention of why I'm here, like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out. We'll figure it out. I mean, like maybe that's naive, but like I choose whenever I'm in those spaces of like confusion or i'm not 100 sure what's going on i will always like you know put it in source like stand in my uh you know stand in my knowing that like all of this stuff is seen and like i'm just a bubble within a bubble within another bubble and uh like i don't know it's just i don't know. i just i think i'm just very i've had a v- very uh like you know different lived experience than other people and i've uh, allowed my inner child to kind of you know infiltrate everything yeah i I see what you mean i mean it's 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 cool to have fun with all of this at the same time also like just be careful with you know the consequences i guess right like you said shielding and all that I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm always aware of like the dimensional dynamics and like doing my due diligence. Let's just say I have definitely cleared some things off of people. So, like there's a lot of levels to it and um oh yeah, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying, you know, people should jump jump into this kind of work like when I meet when I meet I, somebody... I, I get what your mission is. I get what your mission is. Now. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. But... <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I know I've made it sound really weird. I think my my whole thing is if if a takeaway from this is to allow our inner child, you know, like to to explore things that, uh, whether it's professionally at work, uh, whether it's in your in your love life, whether it's um, you know in in families like interactions where you normally wouldn't be silly and like imaginative and uh, you know opening. Um, you know opening yourself up to like uh, unlimited possibilities like you know invite you know your inner child to like see like what the heck is going on because you never know what's what's uh what's going to happen like the yeah you you might be given a quest you don't you like that is gonna you know help people help you help the world so but yeah that's all that's all i'm saying well, my question is, and I know Shiraj wants to say something, but my question is, like, where do you even find people to do this stuff with? Because I'm like, I just hear, I'm like, I, I don't really like anybody. <laughs> so I can't even do that kind of work, even if I wanted to. <laughs> like I said, I just put the intention out there and like, 
once once in a while when it does happen it always seems to be a person that has something attached to them or like something that i can work with and like you know i you know i help them with it it, it, stuff is happening on you know levels that even I'm not fully fully comprehending, but always you know I'm in that in that place of you know surrendering it to source and like if it doesn't feel good and or like if I say I'm gonna meet up with somebody and like uh, when I get there and like the something is telling me like okay let's not work with this person or whatever like I don't I don't do it. But, but like, yeah, like, I don't know. I just, I go out, you know, to bars still. I'm a, I, like I said, I still do the, the 3D, 3D meat suit experience stuff. And, but yeah, no, I, like I date and stuff. So it's like, it's just, I just, I just melded it. Instead of being an unconscious human, um, you know, jumping from date to date, I just multidimensionalized my uh, day-to-day interactions with people and my romantic encounters like cool yeah well you know uh i don't know i just i feel like i've been like less wanting to socialize because every time i do it's just like oh it, it i don't know maybe um yeah like you said i to set that intention of like oh i want to meet people not necessarily to date but like just to meet people because i do want to but every time i like go out and try to meet people like what happened at that club that other time Oh, I just don't want anybody near me, you know? It's just like, ah, oh, get just get away from me, people. Yeah, that that'll pass. Like you just got to build up uh build up a re- resistance resistance to it. It's like an immune system kind of thing. Well, but even the the guys there, I'm like, all oh, these guys are freaking ugly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like I it's it's really interesting, you know, the grids that you know, we stumble, stumble upon. And like, I, like, I'm telling you, when I woke to all this stuff, I didn't see myself doing, uh, you know, energy work, like, you know, while I was like, trying to have fun with somebody. So, hey, you know, yeah, I mean, people do this in like the new age communities as well, like, oh, the tantric healing sex and all that it's a whole different thing of course probably but um you know yeah. just to say we're not inviting people to do that please like just want to make that clear yeah no no <laughs> like the like i said it's this is something that that came up after i did a, you know a lot of inner work and a lot of shadow work and like i'm i'm seeing this stuff on people for a reason so i don't know it, yeah <laughs> yeah i mean they're coming to you for a reason yeah it's interesting all right. Well, I, I'm so happy that we're all, you know, just sharing our gifts here today. Uh, Shiraj wanted to say something. <laughs> Did I? Really? Yeah, you got unmuted. Well, I don't know. Do you still want to say something or not? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, I, I really liked what Austin, what Austin said. Like, it, it makes so much sense. And with what you were sharing, you know, like you're going out and then just not really finding anyone who you feel in resonance with, that is there like some sort of a clearing that we can do for that. It's like an interesting question that I ask myself at times when I'm, yeah, like, in what ways am I, you know, 
in what ways do i have any decision judgments computations or conclusions about meeting people about how shitty they are going to be about how ugly they are about <laughs> how they are just absolutely you know whatever and how there's no one that i could find any resonance with in my area like everything that this is all at this is times because we didn't really not clear all of that please like mhm yeah i don't know i for me it seems just like a part of the 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 inner work you know kind of like just being wanting to be in your own space and maybe there is a part of you that still wants to connect with others but it's just not the time yet and we have been talking about this in previous episodes as well right about like how there's um yeah that need to be more in like hermit mode sometimes and then later than after that after you've cleared several things maybe you'll you'll get together with people physically but but at least we are connecting a lot online you know <laughs> one of the things that you just yeah like got to go into that closet and just find what yeah what's behind all this stuff yeah behind all the what just just need to go into that unconscious closet mm-hmm. and just find everything that yeah hiding in there starting to unravel it one by one and eventually it all falls off yeah yeah i think yeah definitely when it's it's going to be for me it's like uh once i i get past this like um i guess threshold or what not of clearing all these things like i said i feel like it's been moving up like from below to the top like going out through my head and um i feel more relaxed now but it's still there's still like maybe some remnants you know and it's like i'm slowly clearing it it like takes time but um but yeah i'm just doing everything that comes into my field that i feel like it it's go- it's going to be helpful you know whatever techniques or whatnot it'll be it a uh, access or shielding or all these things and yeah it seems to be to be helping and i think after that there'll there'll be more opportunities to maybe socialize or maybe i'll feel more like socializing but yeah for now it's just like hmm, not doesn't really feel good for some reason so yeah tell me about it <laughs> tell me about it <laughs> hmm? yeah yeah being a homer is fun you know got its own pop until yeah I tell you, I'm just doing everything by myself, and then I'm like, like yeah, I really gotta start going out again, you know, like <laughs> just kind of starting to get a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe make a new group of friends, perhaps. Like I don't know, but it's it's interesting because it doesn't seem like you know when I was saying it doesn't seem like like it's the time for me to do that is because whenever I look at events or what not that are around here I'm like oh that looks interesting let's let's try this ecstatic dance or let's try this uh event where they're going to have card reading people or just to see you know I'm like oh so there's probably going to be like more new age stuff but at least people are going to be you know a little bit more awakened than the average or what not so I go there and on the way there either I get delayed and I don't make it on time or um I get there and like they're like oh no you were supposed to reserve and I can't get in you know it's little things like this or I make it there but then the environment is just completely off and I'm not like enjoying myself because I can feel all these energies and you know what I was thinking when I was walking just walking on the street the other day and feeling like how many people around me like were literally like entities working through them and i would see their faces and like oh 
that's an entity. Oh, they have an entity. Like so many entities all over the place. <laughs> entities are interesting. Yeah, and not like a, you know, I don't feel like even working with them. Like also, it's like oh, maybe they do have entities, but like feel like going and engaging with them. No, not really. And like if I if it felt like a win-win situation where I would also be learning something, maybe, but it hasn't felt that way. Um, even the other day, like I was working on something um for like a specific day that I was like oh something that I it was like kind of like a traumatic experience when I was a teenager happened that day so I went and was was going deep into that and I went to this place where there was another girl sitting next to me and it seemed like she was working on something similar it feels like we kind of felt each other like we were just kind of looking at each other once in a while and then we didn't talk or anything, but it was just really interesting how we were both in the same space. And then um, after, but I could tell she was having a very hard time. Like she, she was going through something like emotionally and and then she was leaving. And then she she was she's like, oh, Sava, like, oh, are you are you OK? Kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, have a good day. I, just, I don't know. I didn't want to talk to her. I could have talked with her, but. At that point, I'm like, well, am I going to spend here an hour, like, trying to, like, you know, see, seeing what's going on with her and whatnot? No, unless people come to me directly asking for help, I will yeah. do it. But otherwise, I'm like, not in savior mode right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that can be exhausting. Time to see everyone. I mean, it depends. I guess, like you know, like Austin was saying, it's like it depends on 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 what you want to do with it, right? And yeah, if you yeah. want to have fun with with it or whatnot, or if it's just something that's going to, yeah, like take all your energy, then that's probably not a good idea. It's important to be discerning, of course. <laughs> Anyways, what you're <laughs> saying sounds kind of like. Have you guys? heard of the celestine prophecy books yeah i heard about it yeah there's actually a movie on it too but um it's it's kind of new agey and without the discernment of exactly what you're saying like uh something draining or even like entities aware of these types of things and fucking with people but it's interesting in this book so they they i forgot what they called them there was like a certain level a number of initiations like the jewels or something like that i haven't read the book in a while but um it's in the movie too but as certain people started to become aware of these not only of like the teachings but like uh, higher awareness and synchronicity there was like something in it with like learning to follow the synchronicities and uh, like the experiences that they describe in this book sounds like what you're saying like the girl in the park it's like um, as they made like certain eye contact with people or like felt some type of synchronicity there was some type of key there for them to get to the next step on their path like something to share or interact with and like as they kept doing this they got further in their initiations and it eventually led them to it's kind of like uh not related at all but in like a hero's journey type thing it's like each step leads to the next one on like this path 
and I'm not explaining it well how the book does. Basically, it was it it got into it's leading people to a, a heightened state of activation. But how they were explaining is it first starts with synchronicity and and those moments of uh, certain people that you could could of or could communicate with when there's some type of weird thing going on like that, like some type of odd synchronicity, like you sit next to someone and it seems like they're going through the same thing. There could have been something like exchange that helps each person, if you see what I'm saying. And it leads mm-hmm. both of you to like a new unfoldment. But um, I think this needs a sermon, but it just kind of sounded like that. Yeah. You know what I did feel, though, is that I was um, we were kind of almost telepathically communicating and I was breathing like I was breathing like just like felt like the yeah really deep you know and and she was there like laying there and at some point we were both laying on the on the bench and looking at the sky both of us at the same time so it was like we were kind of communicating non-verbally that to me was like enough and and it did come to me like oh she's here for a reason like there's a frequency here being exchanged in a way you know and um I'm not sure if she actually wanted to talk, but it did feel kind of like that when she left, although the whole time she was there, we were there for like an hour and a half. The the book's actually, it's kind of like entertaining to read. They they made it into like a, well, it is a story, but it's kind of like this insider thing. It's like the people that were aware of these and again, I don't know, remember what they called it in the book. It's not called this, like the manuscripts or something like that. The people have read these manuscripts in South America, I think it was centered. And they, they learned the, of the first one that was about synchronicity. It's like it, it became like a main plot in it, like where they, they talk about it. They're like, you know, if, if I talk to this person and, and we got the information that we needed from them. This wouldn't have happened. And then there, there, if you see what I'm saying, there's like this yeah. like communication in the story about like engaging synchronicity. And uh, again, I think that needs discernment. It's kind of new agey, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there are truths in that and how things can align and how we can mm-hmm. uh, gain insights from those synchronistic moments or feeling some type of like what how you're explaining like a similarity yeah. in things I guess I used to do that more where I would talk to people and like deliver messages literally like for example one time I was at a, at a bar with other friends and this girl was sitting there by herself and I came up to her and I just said it's okay you know sometimes we have to move on and people can't come with us to the next level I told her that something like that and she's like Oh my gosh, I needed to hear that. You know, I mean, I was doing all these these things all the time. But then I, after a while, like I was telling you guys, I, I, right now I feel like I just don't want anybody near me. And it's a very strange kind of feeling because I'm not like that naturally, like, uh, or before I wasn't like that. So what I'm thinking, is it just a, a phase perhaps, you know, kind of preparing me for something different? Or am I supposed to maybe, maybe I'm blocked, maybe my heart is closed or whatnot, and I'm just like supposed to talk to people more. Maybe I should have talked to that girl. I don't know. Well, well, yeah, that's what I was saying, kind of the story, kind of new agey, but at the same time, there are truths in it. So synchronicity can happen and certain things could be engaged in a certain way that could 
spark something or some keys or something like that. But it also needs discernment. Um, and are you in the space to engage like that or be more of the hermit and kind of collect yourself in your own space? Yeah. Because, I mean, I can, yeah, I love delivering messages. That's That was kind of my thing, I guess. But but then, yeah, I just don't feel like doing that right now. So now what you're, what you're saying, I'm wondering, hmm, maybe is this a sign for me to start opening up a little more, you know, and start talking to people a little more, and maybe that will help me also move forward in my path. So, yeah, that's definitely something to think about. Thank you. I think that actually was um, one of the later like manuscript initiations in this story it, it was like it, it didn't contradict the synchronicity thing but it, there was like this community up in the mountains that they were that they eventually got to like the main characters the the people there who were all aware of these teachings um but they were spending more time alone and connecting with the plants and they were actually learning through like whatever later manuscript it was to see the auras of the plants and they mm. could see the auras of people and like chords and all that and how uh, the auras interacted and who dominated who. It, it's pretty interesting, but, but yeah, anyways, there's also false synchronicity that could occur. Yeah, so, exactly. That gets you to thinking to like, for example, that you are supposed to be in a relationship with someone or that you're supposed to help someone or that's just a distraction, right? Yeah. Okay, so that was part three of this conversation. There is a part four, believe it or not, of this call. Yeah, like I said, it was a very long call. <laughs> so stay tuned for that next week. And after that, we're going to switch things up a bit. I think it'll be nice to hear individually from certain people. So we're going to be doing individual interviews or maybe in groups of three. Uh, and yeah, so you guys can get to know us a little better and there will be one specific topic to focus on. It's all about having this flow with a little bit of structure, of course. So let's see how that goes. And we would love to hear what you think. Also, if you have any questions, please send them to us so we can see which person would be most appropriate to answer it. Or if maybe it's a couple people, then we'll do that. Or if it's the whole group, then we'll bring in the whole group, you know? So yeah, let's just see what flows organically. I think that's all I have to add. Well, also there have been a lot of other events happening in between these recordings and uh, yeah, because this one dates to February, actually. <laughs> but we haven't done another group recording, finally, after that. And uh, so there might be a few things that uh, were left kind of unfinished or whatnot, and we might be touching on those later on. But if you're particularly interested in one of those stories or topics that was left unfinished, please send us a message, and we'll make sure to get back to that. Okay. Thank you guys for tuning in and I'll see you again next week for another cup of consciousness. Bye.